everyone. This is Yvette Hampton. Welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. I am so glad that you are with me and you guys, guess who I have back? Well, you probably know because you probably saw the title of this podcast. I'm with Miki Addison. Um, She is such a sweet friend of mine and she's been on the podcast a few times and she's one of those people that I'm always excited to have on with me because she just speaks with such wisdom and grace and knowledge of God's word. And we always just have a super good time when she is on the podcast. So I am so glad to have her back and glad that you are on the other side of this mic and camera and able to join us for our conversation this week. It's December. And so we're talking about lots of different things. We'll talk a little bit about Christmas. We're going to talk a little bit about the past year and some things that have gone on this past year in our world. Um, We're going to talk about Miki's new ministry that she and her family are involved in. And we're just going to have a fun conversation. And I'm glad that you are here to enjoy it with us. But before we get started, I want to say thank you to our sponsor, CTC Math. If you guys are looking for a great online math program, visit ctcmath.com and try them out for free. You might be getting ready to take a break for Christmas and New Year's, and it may be the math curriculum that you're using currently is not working so well for you. This would be a great time to test out CTC Math. You can do it for free. And if you sign up with them and it doesn't work for you and your family, they have a 12-month money-back guarantee, and you can't beat that. So try them out, ctcmath.com. And before we get into our conversation with Miki, I just want to say thank you so much to those of you who have supported the Schoolhouse Rocked Ministry. Uh, it blesses us beyond what you can imagine. And we have lots of needs here um, at the ministry to keep going and doing what it is that God's called us to do. And so thank you for those who have come alongside of us and supported us financially. You've supported us with prayer. I love hearing from you. Um, sometimes we get emails and text messages, um, Facebook messages from you just saying, hey, we're praying for Schoolhouse Rocked, for the ministry, for your family. And we are so grateful for that. If you would like to donate to the ministry financially, you can do that through our website, schoolhouserocked.com, where you can find everything else, including signing up for our newsletter. Well, Miki Addison, welcome back to the Schoolhouse Rocked podcast. For those who are maybe not yet familiar with you, would you introduce yourself to us? Oh, I'd be happy to. Let me just say that it is great to be with you, Yvette. Like, I love you and Garrett so much. Our whole family loves your family. And so we're really blessed to be in fellowship and in community with people who are like-minded, who believe that the word of God is authoritative. And so it's always a joy when I have an opportunity to talk to you about the things of God and how we might live faithfully as we await his return. So thank you so much for having me back. Um, So I guess I would start with the things that are important. I love Jesus. I became a Christian at 15. Um, Even though I grew up in a Christian home, my faith was not my own um, until 15 when I met the Lord. And um, that is the most important thing about me. In fact, every way that I live, every way that I operate is filtered through that fact that I have been redeemed and my life is not my own. So um, with that conviction, um, I'm a wife and I'm a mother and I'm the, I guess, co-founder of a ministry with my husband and our children that uh, is really passionate about equipping families Um, with the word of God to live faithfully in a culture that's really just hostile to truth. We want to raise bold warriors and we want to equip other families to do the same thing. I love it. Your family works so well together and we've had a lot of fun with, with your family. As, as you said, you know, we've kind of paralleled each other on this um, road of equipping and encouraging families. And so we talk 
mostly about homeschooling um, on our podcast, and you talk mostly about culture on the Culture Proof podcast that you and your husband now co-host together. And um, and it's so much fun listening. I, I listen to your podcast all the time. And um, it's so encouraging to me to just know like, okay, there are other, like you said, just other like-minded people out there who are striving for the same thing. They're striving to serve the Lord, love their families well, raise up this next generation to be warriors for Christ. And it, it, you don't take it lightly. We don't take it lightly. And I know our listeners as well. Um, I mean, they're they're just, they're in it to win it. Mm. <laughs> and so it's an exciting place to be. Amen. Um, so it's December, which is so fun. I love Christmas time. I, I don't know if you and I have had this conversation, but it is literally my favorite season of the year. It's not my favorite time of the year because I do not enjoy being cold. And it's cold in December. It's really cold. Like it's really cold out right now. And I, <laughs> I'm wearing a sweater and I, I don't know. I just, I don't love the cold, but I love Christmas and everything about it. I love, um, you know, of course, celebrating the birth of Christ, which I know for those of you who are like, Jesus wasn't actually born on December 25th. I know, but we get to celebrate him someday of the year. So it may as well be December 25th and um, getting to just be with the family and you know, fellowship and all the things. And I love the lights and the cookies and all the baking and all the things. Um, so what does Christmas look like for your family? I would love to know, do you have Christmas traditions? What what do you guys do during this season? You know, it's amazing, Yvette. We have gone through so many um, transitions as as far as it pertains to like Christmas and just what's going to be our thing. Like, and and I got to tell you, honestly, we still have not figured it out. It seems that um, in the 19 years that we've been married with our six kids, the oldest is 16. Um, it seems that every year has been something different. Now, one mm-hmm. of the things I will tell you that has always sort of characterized Christmas for the Addisons is that we want to make much of Christ. Like we mm-hmm. wanted to the modern um, vernacular, we want to center Jesus, right? Like we want everything that we do to speak of our faithfulness and our commitment to him because he's worthy of that. And so I remember when the kids yeah. were really little, um, we kind of did what our parents did. So we did the traditional Christmas where um, we would go home and they would shower our littles with presents and things like that. But we met, I met a lady and I don't even remember where I met her. It may have been um, through broadcast or whatever. And she talked about a tradition where um, they would remind their kids that they were celebrating the birth of Jesus. And so they would tell the kids, hey, we're going to release a balloon because we're just celebrating Jesus. And so, you know, we're going to release a balloon. So I remember one year we did that with the two little girls, right? We just had the two little girls and um, we were like, Hey, we're going to release this balloon. And I think it was fun for them to release a helium balloon. Um, It didn't stick though. Like we just kind of like, okay. So then then we had one year where we were like, okay, we told our parents, we're like, Hey guys, we just don't want to do presents for our kids this year. We feel that it's shaping them and that it's making them superficial, that they have lost their understanding of what Christmas is like. But then that just felt kind of depressing for all of Mm. us. It was like, we kind of sat around and we talked about the birth of Christ. We talked about what this meant, but then it's sort of the feeling was gone. And I remember thinking, man, you know, even though I struggled to make sure we maintain the purity of what the time of the year is about, um, Mm -hmm. I don't want to be drab and I don't want to be like, 
depressing. You know what I mean? Like, and so, right. so finding that balance has been really difficult. I think that we found good balance in getting with family. And, and I feel like that's been mm-hmm. the, the constant. It doesn't matter if there's like, you know, all sorts of presents or all, all of those things, but it's being with family, making traditions, like even the simple things like, um, building a gingerbread house or um I have one sister who is like you're not decorating and she goes not on my watch like we are we are doing something <laughs> right um I remember one year I was expecting baby number 4 and um, I've gone through a lot of different changes as far as like you know putting a christmas tree up and then man am I am I convicted that I should put a christmas tree up like what does right. it represent and all of these things but I remember one year we were kind of on the fence about it and we had been talking about it and I remember Will the Great said, he goes, well, I mean, I don't know. I think it's okay. We're, we're not going to worship the tree. Like, it's okay if you want right. to, you know. And so one day he was he was at the office and um, I was maybe five or six months pregnant. And I was like, you know what? We're going to the grocery store. Come on. The three kids. We're getting a Christmas tree. And I remember, <laughs> and this is like, so this is a great memory for me. We loaded the tree in the back of the truck. And um, I didn't realize how much the help from the grocery store really mattered because then I got home and Will the Great was not here. And so we've got to get the tree inside. <laughs> With three little kids. Oh, and a big belly. And um, and I I just I couldn't do it. So I had to, I I'm struggling, pine needles poking me. Like it just, it was oh, just goodness. horrible. <laughs> but the kids laughed so much and it was so much fun oh. and dragging it through through the garage and through into the house and Oh my goodness, if I could go back and do that particular Christmas again, yeah. that was so much fun. And they remember this. They remember us trying to get it up because we wanted to surprise dad, you know, and we still needed yeah. his help. It was leaning. And anyway, it was, <laughs> but it was great. It was sort of like a, um, it was like a Charlie Brown, but Addison style Christmas. You know what yeah. I mean? <laughs> it's like, so here's fun. your ridiculous Christmas tree, dad. <laughs> so yeah. anyway, we've, I, I say all of that to say, we've just gone through a lot of changes and we've tried to figure out what will be our thing as the kids get mm-hmm. older, they have a lot of input. And um, one of the yeah. things that we've discovered is that they kind of like to travel. They, they like to get with family, but sort of go to a destination. Um, yeah. That's okay. I don't prefer that, you know, because there's just like a lot of stuff, a lot of parts yeah. when you have eight people all going yes. somewhere, you know, I'd, I'd much rather have people come here, like just come hang out, yeah. you know, um, and let's just be together. So I don't yeah. know if that even is like helpful or charming. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. No, I love it because here's the thing. What you're saying is that Christmas is more about memories for your family than it is about the things. Yes. And the things are sometimes okay, mm-hmm. but you remember the Christmas tree and trying to unload it out of your truck <laughs> and get it into the house, but you probably don't remember. And I'm certain your kids don't remember what gifts they got oh, that year. Good point. And it doesn't mean that we don't give our children right. gifts. That's okay, right? I mean, truly, honestly, the Lord gives us gifts that sometimes we don't remember years later, Mm. but it doesn't make it meaningless, right? right? right. But it's it's fun to see the joy on our kids' faces. One of the things we do for Christmas, we started this, I guess it was three years ago. Um, We were, at the time we were living, we were finishing the movie and we were living with my in-laws. So maybe four years, no, it was three years ago because it was during COVID. So we were in this weird like transition with our family because COVID hit and we couldn't move. And so we were living with Garrett's parents um, and it was supposed to just be a few months and then COVID hit. So it ended up being a year while we were there for that Christmas. And it was so weird not having our own home and being just the four of us on Christmas Eve and, you know, Christmas morning. And so 
my in-laws went to bed and it, I remember it was Christmas Eve and it hit midnight of Christmas day. And the girl said, can we open presents? It's Christmas. And we said, sure. And because grandma and grandpa were fast asleep, we just turned on a few low lights. And I think we even put out some candles and the four of us just sat down at midnight and opened up presents, just the four of us, where it wasn't like the big family, you know, with the aunts and uncles and cousins and everybody there, which that's fun too. But we've done that now um, the last few years with our girls. And so we wait until midnight hits. And that is one of our favorite traditions is my girls just wait. Okay, it's midnight, time to open gifts. And they get like a few, you know, we're not the family who just showers them with a bunch of things that they're not going to remember and forget about it the next day. Um, But it's just a fun, it's a fun memory. And so it's almost like the memory of the gift giving is more fun than the actual gifts. And that anticipation, even at my girls' ages, of waiting till the clock strikes midnight and being able to I just love that. have a quiet Christmas music playing and no one else around, just the four of us. Now, so, let me ask you this question, yeah. Yvette. Are you, are sure. you? Um, well, let me just make it more open-ended. What kind of gift giver are you? Are you the kind that we all envy where you just know exactly what to get from like, I don't know, August and you, you know, get it and you know it and this is the thing? Or are you more like me and you're just like, I don't know what to get. (laughs) Which one of those? (laughs) Well, I will be glad to answer your question, but let's take a break first. We'll be right back. (laughs) No parent should homeschool alone. You have a God-given calling to bring up your child to love God and to steward his creation. And BJU Press exists to help you be successful in that endeavor. Visit their website at bjupresshomeschool.com or call 1-800-845-5731 to connect with an experienced homeschool consultant. Apologia supports homeschool families with Christ-centered K-12 homeschool curriculum designed to engage your student as they experience the awe and wonder of creation and their creator. Designed by leading scholars with a biblical worldview, Apologia's award-winning curriculum is written in a conversational tone directly to the student to encourage independence. Hands-on activities and experiments help students solidify the concepts they're exploring and build a lifelong love of learning. Visit us at Apologia.com. We are back with Miki. Um, that's so funny. You you asked me that question. You said, <laughs> I was thinking, Miki is a podcaster and she interviews people all the time. And so did you guys see what she just did there? She literally took over the podcast and started interviewing me. And I love that you did that. <laughs> that is so hilarious oh, that man. you just did that. You can ask me as many questions as you want this week, No, Mickey. I just want to know. I want you to do I, that. I'm so curious. Right? I want, <laughs> no, I want to know you. This is so funny. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh, my word. You are hilarious. Okay. So the way I, I do gifts, this is, this is me. I am a type B procrastinator through and through in pretty much everything I do in my life. And usually I'm barely on time. Sometimes I'm late, but I'm usually barely on time. <laughs> oh, I can't believe I'm going to tell this story. This is so funny. So, but sometimes I just don't make it on time. So it's the same with Christmas gifts. It, 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 you know, so I am the one who I know what my girls like, and I usually have an idea of what I want to get for them. And it's usually like the week before Christmas that I'm like, oh no, we got five days left. 
And I hope Amazon Prime works for me or Walmart (laughs) works for me or something. And so I'm running out, getting the things. I'm going to Dollar Tree to get things for their stockings. And and at the last minute on, you know, the the night before Christmas Eve, so Christmas Eve Mm -hmm. Eve, I'm wrapping gifts and, you know, putting stuff in their stockings and stuff. Um, But I am intentional about what I get them. I, I usually know. And so last year, this is so funny, last year, Brooklyn, I, I wanted to get her a like vanity mm-hmm. mirror um, for her, you know, do her makeup and stuff. One of the magnified nice. ones and with that lights yeah. up and stuff. Well, of course, I waited until probably two days or three days before Christmas to order it. And it wasn't going to be here in time. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm in big trouble because I don't have anything great for her to open. And so <laughs> I I printed out the picture that was on Amazon. Oh, it gets better. <laughs> I printed out the picture of the vanity mirror and then I got a picture of Brooklyn and I printed a picture of Brooklyn's face and I cut it into a circle and I like taped her face onto the mirror. So it looked like she was looking at herself in the mirror and I just printed it out on a piece of paper and I put it in an envelope. So then she opened that and she was like, oh, what is this? It was just this picture of her face in this van. And we only have a black and white printer. We don't even have a color printer. So the whole thing was in black and white. And I was like, well, it's your Christmas gift. I love this. But it's not going to be here for another like three days. So act surprised when you see it. So yes, I- Man, I love this. (laughs) Unfortunately- I am just a procrastinator. And and I, I don't know. I mean, I wish- I could say that I wasn't and I don't procrastinate in everything, but a lot of things mm. I do. And so, so that's how our Christmas typically unfolds. I love it. And um, I'm so glad yeah. you're my so, friend. Yeah, Everyone needs a friend <laughs> that just helps us feel better in life, like that we're okay. You know what I mean? Like that, because I can totally yeah. relate. Now I am not as creative as you obviously are. Because what you did there, like... <laughs> I don't know that I'd call that creativity. Um, I mean... <laughs> as much as desperation. <laughs> you, you you put together a ransom gift. It's like, here's your face. <laughs> right. <laughs> Have you seen this child? No, I think that's great. That's great. So yeah. funny. Yeah, so much fun. So how about you? Are you like, do you really Oh, I'm, I'm totally last minute. Oh, I don't... In fact, my inspiration, like my, oh, I know doesn't happen until the week of. And I think about it. I do think about it. And I think, okay, I don't know. I don't, I've always operated this way. Even in school, I was more of like a, the pressure helps me produce. Like if I know it's coming down to the wire, yeah. then I've got to get it done. Um, same thing with Christmas gifts. Right. Like I, I'm just like, I don't know. I think of my mom and I'm like, oh, I don't know. But the week of, I just... Oh, I know. And so, you know, I've had those moments Mm. where it's getting delivered the day before or I'm driving around to multiple stores and trying to find because I know now and which is limiting because once you know, now you're looking for a specific thing and you just, you know, but right. Anyway, oh, that's the worst thing. It's Yeah. So that's me. But yeah, kind of similar to you. (laughs) Well, it'd be much harder with six kids like you have than it is with just two. Because I don't can have I two tell to you though the the little uh, three they they matter, mm-hmm. but not so much. So you know what you do? You remember how at a certain age that you could get them anything, and and it's just like oh, oh yeah, thank you. And so like you could yes. just like pop into Walgreens, like you can go into the drugstores and, right. and like because they're open twenty four hours, and you could just be like, look at this, it's <laughs> Cherry Bomb Carmex, and they're like, oh, mom. <laughs> 
awesome. Thanks. Because like when when the your girls are little, little, they think that that's like lip gloss. Like it's like, yes. hey. But now it's my big three that yes. really put me through the ringer, you know, and they start like right now, I, yeah. you know, making their request, which anyway, I was going to ask you another yeah. question, but I'm showing self-control. No, like, go ahead. Ask I, me. I wonder ask me. I how you, you feel about <laughs> your kids making requests. Do you like them to tell you what they want or do you prefer the joy of like kind of? Yes. Um, I think a little bit of both, but I would like to know. I, I mean, you know, I know them pretty well because my girls are very like, mm-hmm. I really want this thing, um, you know, and so it's usually not a secret to me. And I try to pay attention. I mean, that's one of the things about intentional parenting is I try to pay attention when they say that they want something, you know, if we're in the store and they, you know, point out some and say, oh, that's really cool. Or, oh, I would really like that. Um, I, yes, I try to get them those things. Um, my my oldest, she's definitely in the world okay, of gift yeah. cards now. Like she just yeah. wants to buy her own thing. She wants to, she knows what store she likes. And so she wants to go to those stores and buy yes. the thing that she wants to buy instead of me picking mm-hmm. out a sweater for her or something like that. So, um, so yeah, and I don't mind, I, you know, some people are, you know, against gift cards. I'm like, I don't care if that's what the person wants, then get them what they want. Uh, but, but also we love to provide our girls mm. with experiences. So, you know, going to like the skating rink or to, you know, the wall climbing place or, you know, whatever it is, or uh, mm-hmm. urban air, those types of things are fun um, for them to just have experiences as well. So we always try to give them some type of experience. We've done zoo passes in the past and um, that was when they were younger, but, but it's fun to just give experiences to them as well. It's not always things. So, yeah, I mean, I, but I usually know yeah, the things yeah, that they absolutely. like. Absolutely. And, and I love, so. I love gift cards now with, again, going back to the little oh, three, yeah. the great divide, I can't give them a plastic card. Like the little three, it would oh, be no. like, why don't you care about me, mom? Like, why don't you, you know? So right. I, it's, it's weird because gift cards are a lifesaver for me because I know what they like. Yes. And so go and get it, go to this place. But then for right. the little three, it's like a combination of, now I'll just tell you with my little three, I kind of don't want them to tell me everything that they want. You know what I mean? Like, I, I kind of want right. to yes. surprise them. Like, I want them to make a list. I've had them yeah. in the past make lists. Um, but then uh-huh. I just want to decide which things. I, I love the element of surprise. You know what I mean? That they don't know yes. what's inside the box that was wrapped last night. I, I just, I want that. Yes. Yeah. It's it's fun. Christmas is fun. It's it, it's a, a fun season. Um, and, you know, it, there are so many ways to tie Jesus into these things, even mm-hmm. into gift giving um, and just the celebration of life, because that's really what we're celebrating at Christmas time is the life of Jesus, which mm-hmm. gives us all life. And so there, are, it's it's just an easy way, I think, as families to be able to celebrate Jesus and to celebrate yes. life. And so, so we're actually at the end of this month, the week of Christmas, Abby and I are going to be on, and we're going to actually talk about Christmas traditions from our listeners. Um, oh. We we went out to our listeners and said, hey, what are some of your Christmas traditions? And so we're going to talk through those. So it'll be really fun just to hear what other families do, because I always just assume like, well, everyone probably has the same traditions, but no, no, we've been reading through those. And there are some really fun things that Ooh. people do. Um with their families. And so, so we're going to talk about that, but we're out of time for this episode. Um, we're going to come back on Wednesday and we're going to talk a little bit about the year, um, in review. We're going to talk about what's gone on in culture this past year 
and just focus on some of those things and how as Christians we have responded or maybe should be responding to those things. Um, Miki, tell our audience where they can find out more about you and your ministry and listen to your amazing podcast. Oh, thank you so much for that. So the podcast is Culture Proof. You can go to cultureproof.net and um, learn a little bit more about my husband and what we do. Um, And then also you can listen to some past episodes if you'd like. And then the ministry, um, sort of the umbrella ministry is Straight Edge Ministries. And so you can go to straightedgeministries.org, learn about where we're traveling and where we're speaking, and um, maybe find some embarrassing pictures of our kids on that <laughs> on that website. We need to update it. Anyway, that's that's it. Straightedgeministries.org or cultureproof.net. We'll link those in the show notes. You guys, thank you so much for listening. Stay tuned to the very end to hear a clip of what's coming up next on the podcast. And again, you can find everything on our website at schoolhouserocked.com. You can stream the movie for free. You can sign up for our newsletter. You can donate. Um, you can just be encouraged by our blog. So whatever it is that you're looking for, find it there, schoolhouserocked.com. We will see you back here on Wednesday. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. What we do at IEW is break through the the noise of the grammar and the writing prompts, and we say, this is what you do, step by step. And I've witnessed it over and over again, both watching Andrew teach and hearing from parents, this is the best writing program. We've made it so easy and made it really affordable. So any mom can teach writing to their children using our course, and we guarantee it. To try three weeks of free lessons, visit IEW.com slash rocked. When you think of the church, this is what we have in the Lord Jesus Christ. We are now set apart from the world unto God, and we are set apart because of the sacrifice of the Lord Jesus. And so this is this is sanctified, right? Like this is holiness. This is what it is to be different. Um, we are the called out ones. In the New Testament context, we talk in terms of the ecclesia, what it is to be called out, um, to be set apart from those around us. And it's the people of God. It is not a building. Um, I think where the church has gotten into trouble is that we have redefined what the church is. And so we've yeah. made it a building. We have made it a social club. We have made it a come and belong and then believe. And we say, maybe you'll believe, but isn't it great to belong? When really, yeah. in order to be a part of the church, belief must precede the belonging. Like you belong because you believe.